millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We started playing a song, a Twilight song at work, and it gets me in the fucking mood. <laughs> it really does. What song is it? Full Moon. It's the opening song of Twilight. Run the full moon, na, 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 na. I don't know the okay. words. The ending got me. Na, the beginning na. sounded like it was like a Yankee Doodle march. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? wait, I'll I'll play you Is, a I'll play you a, a snippet. I, I got the end of your hum. Like that sounded familiar. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. I know what you are. See it. Hello and welcome to Where You Been Loca, episode 9. I'm Marissa. I'm Kayla. And I'm Ariana. And today we are covering chapter 9 of New Moon called Third Wheel. Where the hell have you been and what the hell are you drinking, Loca? Well, I'm drinking my water now that I got it from the other room. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we had a little margarita night with Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And Rebecca. Yeah. That was fun. And then I was really hungover on Saturday. (laughs) There's just too much sugar in the margaritas. Because I had like a wicked fucking headache. And it was Jeff's birthday on Saturday. Yeah. So I had to... Oh. Well, that was later in the afternoon. Let me back up. <laughs> I took my hungover little butt to Manyunk to get my hair cut, which was nice. And then I got a facial, got my eyebrows done. So I just like laid there on the table for two hours with like a nice heated bed. So nice. Mm. Sweating out all the toxins. Where did you go for that? Booze, huh? Where'd you go for that? Salon L in Maniunk. Mm. Which is where I get my hair cut. And when I was booking my appointment to get my hair cut, I was like, mm, I think I'm going to do a whole day for myself. So I did. That's good. And then it was Jeff's birthday. Yes. And we went to an escape room, <gasps> which was a lot of fun. I like those. Where? The one in, in uh, King of Prussia? In Cherry Hill. Oh, my God. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, it was Egyptian themed. Love that. Mm. So it was really neat. Um, and honestly, didn't feel hungover the whole time because I was too busy trying to like solve all the clues. How'd you guys mm. do? 
You mm. didn't. You didn't beat it. Did we you? were so close. We were two clues away. But we. And then you ran out of time. We ran out of time because we got stuck on the second to last one. Yeah. There was pieces that we had to move, but we thought it was the buttons that we had to hit. Like you had to put like pieces on the outside of a button ring. Oh. And then you had to hit the buttons in like according to the pieces that were on the outside. Yeah. And we were just like misreading the directions. And it was like, you know, hit the button eighth to the like eight clockwise from the first piece, whatever. So we're like hitting the eighth button from the first piece, but we were actually supposed to move the first piece to the eight spots. And then and then hit, hit the button. buttons at the end according to like oh, one two three oh, four oh, five oh. six. So we just like we're doing that for I don't know eight to ten minutes. Damn, the last like ten minutes of our time in there. How many of there were you? Four. It was just me, Nick, Jeff, How and Shannon. How many of you were there? That was weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was just the four of us. But we did pretty good considering. Yeah, because mm-hmm. when we thought we were done, we weren't. That's always that when it's when it's a good room. That's how it is. Yeah, which we were not expecting. We were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> There's a whole other slew of clues that we didn't even know existed. Oh my god! From like unlocking like the last the last thing. Yeah, yeah. I did um I did one with my family a while ago. We used to go like a lot, and we haven't gone in a while. But there was one that I did, and you were in this room, and like there were all these computers, and like tasks kept like popping up on the computers and you had to like quickly rush and do them and there were like other things going on in the room but like no. when you would fail a task on the computer the time would drop <gasps> no but the, th- the the catch was like that was supposed to happen like so you're, like you're gonna so fail our one, time yeah. like ran out and we were like what the fuck we were in here like 10 minutes like because it was going so fast like mm. you just literally could not keep up with the computers like yeah and you would <laughs> keep failing and the time would go down but that was like actually like part of the room was to make you think like you've miserably failed. <laughs> you've lost <laughs> and then like once the time ran out another door opened and then you were like oh Okay, we're not done. Oh, oh that's, <laughs> that's so fun. cool. Ours was a little brutal because we were like, oh, yeah, fuck that. That was easy. We still have like 30 minutes to go. Like, <laughs> destroyed that. And then another door opened and we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's another room? Oh, my God. I used to play escape room games on the computer. On the computer all the time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like all the time. Mm-hmm. There was one I used to play all the time. I forget, like, you know, you would go to like – one two three games talk whatever <laughs> yeah like the x games mini, mini clip, mini cl- like something <laughs> yeah <clears throat> and there was the one like it was it was by the same like creator like mm-hmm. every all of them they were so fuck i want to play i'm about to play an escape yeah, room those game websites that were literally just like a white page with links to games <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah oh god i loved those i liked um roller boy roller boy what's that it's just a very flat two-dimensional game and you were like a boy on roller skates or roller blades and you had to go across like the city and like collect whatever and like beat up the bad guys oh that's a that sounds familiar and you had to like get higher and higher in the like cityscape and stuff do you know what game had me in a chokehold red beard Oh yeah, I remember that one. I, I that one. loved Redbeard. <laughs> I know you these. are a little too young, but oh my god, if I could play Redbeard right now, I would. Like, do you think that game still exists? I'm gonna Google Probably. it. Probably. I tried to look up Roller Boy like in the past eight years. <laughs> There's like Wonka.com and oh, like yeah. 
the lifesavers or something. Oh my god! Or yeah, Nabisco. 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 I was on Nib- All Nabisco mini golf. <laughs> yes, <yeah. laughs> and it would like it would like the ball would like hit a giant pack of chips and it would like sound like a bo- giant pack of chips and I was like, yeah. this is fucking amazing. The ASMR of the, those games. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were good. Wow, can't, there's uh, can't say that I know what you're talking about. <laughs> there's there's nothing. Vonka.com. No. Nabisco. You, I mean, I know Nabisco, but I know like the company Nabisco, but I don't. I yeah, it was like I don't know snack any, and candy games. themed games. <laughs> oh my god, I could what website you would play though? Games it was on, like Cartoon Network, like dot com, and yeah, that too, and like Disney dot com. Yeah, but Cadet like Kelly. Oh, the Cadet <laughs> Kelly. And then we kind of transitioned into like the iPad phase. Mm. So oh like, my god! Games. Yeah, we didn't really do that. There was this one game, maybe you guys know this game, but it was like you were in like a car and you had to like pass your driver's Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was and a- like you had the guy and he would give you demerits and every time you yes. made a mistake, he was just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, what was that called? I don't know. Probably something very simple like driver's license. <laughs> I just learned to park. Learn to park. P- the parallel parking game. Driver's Ed, Driver's Ed driver's Guru? Ed, yeah, Driver's fun. Ed. It was Driver's Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, and Club Penguin. That was a classic. Well, obviously. Club Penguin, yeah. Club Pe- oh, um, Neopets? Did you guys ever do Neopets? I did Webkins. Yes, I did Neopets. I still log in to check on mine every <laughs> two or three years. <laughs> I wonder if I can get onto mine. I don't I think I know my can. password. Wait. Oh my god! I need to know. I don't know what any of it is. Forgot I have my username. A, a blue poodle or oh whatever god. they are. And the fairy racing game. Oh. And the the match the blocks game. Oh my god! That that's where I got all my neo points from. That was the easiest one. Just crushing it all day. Crushing it all damn day. This is gonna be. So and you get the little paintbrushes so you could change your neo pet. Oh. Oh my god! I hope they're probably all gonna be sick when I log in. Yeah, they're gonna be starving. Ah. All right, let's move on. (laughs) Also, for Jeff's birthday, we went to City Tap House. Okay, how was that? It was fine, aside from the fact that I wanted nothing to do with being out or drinking. Mm. (laughs) At first, I tried to just sit there and, you know, socialize with water. And I was like, you have to get a drink. Find something. Get Get a tea. They're easy to drink. I'm like, I don't fucking want anything (laughs) it's not that i don't feel unwell i could have a drink right now i just don't want to simply but peer pressure so there's like a dj towards the end of the night it doesn't seem like it's a dj spot so very weird vibes um however by the end of the night our group was dancing and i think it really made the dj happy so there you go there's that that's all I got for last week. I mean, I'm like a quarter of the way through my book, The Choice, and a quarter of the way through Atomic Habits. I'm doing like a personal development book in the mornings mm-hmm. and then like fun reading for lunch. I really love that. Mm-hmm. So crushing two books, uh, going to the flower show on Saturday for our like one year since our first date with Nick. That's nice. Aww. I didn't end up going. So it looks cool, though. 
Yeah. I saw a lot on Instagram. I've like I've never been able to go, so Me this year's the year. I'm but so jealous. I think Nick doesn't know this yet, but I think we're gonna go to Craftsman Craft Craftsman's Row. Craftsman Row. Mm-hmm. Have you been there? Um no, I haven't, but I think it's across from like Ubon and them and that place, right? Sure. It's somewhere in Center City, I think. Yeah, I think I pass it when I go to I always um, wanna go because it's like a pop up bar, but it's a permanent bar but they do like pop-up themes all the time so they do like a christmas one or a halloween one oh, whatever. yeah 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 but they're yeah. doing a flower show one like they that's... did mardi gras now they're gonna now they're doing a flower show theme that's nice i imagine they'll do like saint patrick's next oh that's it that's all i got so i'm drinking hot tea what kind of hot tea just black black tea nice a little bit of milk and sugar in it mm. a good Proper English tea. Mm-hmm. I, I love like, milk in I my like tea. I like drinking only black tea with milk or like chai tea or something. I feel like any other tea, I can't really drink with milk. But Agreed. Yeah. Friday. So Nick and his family, they like started trying to do this thing where they like get together like once a week and like eat dinner together and stuff. So that's really nice. Yeah. So on Friday, we went there to eat dinner. Friday night at the Gilmore's. Mm-hmm. But at the at the Simonetti's, <laughs> there you go. Um, so we did that on Friday and just hung out there for a bit. On Saturday, we got together with my mom, um, my brothers, and their significant others. Nick was working, so he couldn't come. But we went to Philly and we like got brunch together. And my mom really wanted to go to Shane's Confectionery in Old City. Apparently, it's, like, one of the oldest candy stores. Oh, cute. So she wanted to go, and she spent literally, like, $200 on candy oh my God. for everyone. Wow. <laughs> she just wanted to treat everyone to candy, and it was, like, 200 bucks. I want but $200 worth of candy. They, I just want $200. They have <laughs> these, like, boxes of chocolates. There's probably, like, 12 pieces of chocolate in there for $90. What? It's insane. Better be the best damn chocolate ever. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't get any chocolate, but I got like some other candies. But yeah, they, I, it's really expensive. But I guess it's kind of like the whole ambiance. Like the people in there are dressed like in like they would be in like the eighteen hundreds and stuff. Like, because hmm. I guess that's when the candy stores opened or Wait, something. That's so cute. I love mm-hmm. a theme. It was very cute. Yeah, it was smaller than like I thought, but it was cute. Um, and yeah, and then we just kind of walked around. Like Old City for a little, and then came back. I don't think I did anything at night after that. Crashed from all that sugar. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But we went to the, um, where we went to brunch, we went to the Red Owl Tavern. It's like right next to the Liberty Bell. Cool. Sounds like a temple bar. Yeah, it does sound like a temple bar. That's what I thought too, but I don't know, but... um, (laughs) I had this pumpkin pie waffle. Ooh. And it was really good. Yum. That sounds fucking fire. Yeah, it had like this like chestnut praline like Ooh. thing on top with mm. like fresh whipped cream. Mm. Mm. It was really good. The chestnut praline is my favorite Starbucks drink. Me too. Hand down. Me Would too. drink it all year long if yeah, you had it. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Me too. It's so good, chestnut praline. Yeah, you hear that Starbucks? All year. <laughs> I mean, I do feel like it should be an all-year situation. It should. Yeah. It definitely you should. You can get chestnuts all year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then on Sunday, I like hung out and at Bethany and Jeremy's house all day because they were gone and just watching the dogs. Um, I did my taxes. Nice. Mm. (gasps) You did your own taxes because you're an accountant. (laughs) How was that? Was that kind of empowering or not really? I I still use TurboTax. I didn't actually like totally do it myself. Oh. (laughs) You're so excited. <laughs> yeah, TurboTax is just so fast. It's yeah, just easy. I know. And everything it's already online. You just it just sucks out the information for you and you just yeah. say true. Yes, that's correct. Mm-hmm. And like <laughs> that's fair. people I I feel like a lot of people have this like misconception about accounts that like they know like everything tax related. You do. But well, I only know corporate tax. Like I don't know the laws are different for individuals, so like I don't know the tax laws. Mm. Like Yeah. Um also I just wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I, I feel like I'd be too nervous, like to too myself. Because there's a mistake or something. Um, it is actually crazy how difficult, like aside from like using TurboTax or whatever, mm-hmm. to like report your taxes, mm-hmm. make sure it's correct. I'm like, yeah. why? Why should I be making sure it's correct? You're the one who's giving me money, or I'm giving you money. You should fucking know, <laughs> and you should just send me a little letter that says. Here's what it is for the year. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that. Why do I have to do your job? Yeah. I mean, I guess they just crazy. don't know all crazy. like your revenue streams. Bullshit. No. The fucking UK <laughs> doesn't do that shit. Do Europe doesn't do that shit. No. It's like done by the government. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Once again, proven <laughs> that America is not the best country <laughs> out there. And I started to apply for my CPA license officially. So it's kind of a pain in the ass because I have to do all these stupid things. And I went to, I have to get like a background check and I have to do my fingerprints and all that shit. Mm. Mm, And I went to the post office and literally tried it with the guy maybe 30 times and my fingerprints did not scan. So I have to figure out, (laughs) I have to go to another post office and see if it Mm. works. You're shady. Uh, <laughs> what you doing? Burning off your fingerprints over there? I like, I like told commit any crimes work, lately? I told someone at work and they were like, are you an alien? Like, are you, <laughs> are you like, are you real? <laughs> this is um, the second time aliens have come up in the past, like, two days for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's about it. So hopefully I get my license because that was a fucking process and a half to get it. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. Well, it's exciting. Aside from the fact that you have no fingerprints. Well, I guess that's also kind of exciting. That I don't have fingerprints. <laughs> Makes you unique. I guess. <laughs> I guess that means I can commit murder and mm-hmm. they'll never catch me. That's right. <laughs> I'll just be like, ah, oh, must have been that girl Ariana. Her alien fingerprints. <laughs> I like went to this like museum one time, it's like a spy museum. And apparently like twins can have the same fingerprints. Mm-hmm. So like that is true, yeah. There was like a case where like a twin committed a murder and the other one got put away for it. Well that's be- that's why fingerprint evidence isn't really like they don't like That's true. I guess it's more just to kind of lead you in the right direction. Well, I feel like regardless of whatever the biological evidence would have been in that case, they'd be screwed either way. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's DNA. Yeah. Anything. Fingerprints. Whatever. It all be it's going to be the same. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. 
Yeah, I'd be pissed if or uh, just don't my twin, like, framed me, though, or, yeah. like, let me take the fall. I'd be like, you fucking dick. You better believe I'm finding someone on the outside to shank your ass. <laughs> You're done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that all? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so, I don't know if you had anything else to say. I had margarita night with Rebecca and get Kayla, and we watched Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then I worked all day on Saturday, and on Sunday, I was off, so I just did a bunch of my chores, my laundry, and, like, I was going to go to the flower show by myself, but I didn't go. That's literally it. I have stuff coming up, but I feel like it's more fun to talk about it once it's happened. Okay. By the time this (laughs) episode comes out, I will be three days away from doing something fun, so... So next episode. So next episode, you'll have something exciting from me. Oh, what I will say is that I am going to be starting a Poshmark and selling a bunch of my clothes <laughs> because I'm poor. But also, I just have a lot of shit and I just need to get rid of some of it, which is crazy because I am not somebody that can part with her clothes because what if I need them? What if they come back in style and then I just have to replace it? Ugh, kills me. But I'm just, I'm doing it, so... You guys can shop my closet. It's super fashionable. I'll let you guys know. Not you guys because you're not going to buy my stuff. But I mean <laughs> like the people listening. You guys yeah. can. Oh, you know what my, my shop is called when I open it. I'm going to have a lot of good stuff on there. That's cute. What if you just get a weirdo that just wants your stuff? That's fine too. They're pistol paying me for it, aren't they? <laughs> if, you, if you really want something personal of mine, you message me you can email us and i will negotiate a price for something crazy (laughs) (laughs) listener discount no not a listener discount i'm willing to do something weird for big bucks so (laughs) you just let me know that's all all right great you want to recap us about last episode so last time jacob and bella took the bikes out for a spin and bella went spinning right into a tree After a thrilling hallucination of Edward and a quick trip to the ER, Bella reluctantly agreed to take a break from the bikes and go hiking in search of the meadow instead. Good idea. Yeah, brilliant. (laughs) So adrenaline inducing. So, summary time. So it's Valentine's Day. Woo! Yeah, as I said last time, not thinking that like it was was actually part of the story. So to celebrate, Bella goes on a movie date with Jacob and Mike. Woo! What a hoe. Nice little triple date. She loves a third wheel situation. Or a threesome. I guess it depends yeah. <laughs> how you want to look at it. That's true. Um, however, their movie date is cut short. It seems like everyone caught the stomach flu. And Bella, under no circumstances, is allowed at the Black's house while Jacob is sick. Mm. Pretty much Damn, I really, I really miss the rest of this chapter. I, I mean, nothing suspicious. like actually happens. Mm, okay, well. But it's just the idea of things potentially happening. What I will say mm-hmm. is I do feel like the actions of this, like, um, chapter, like, uh, you know, it's only chapter nine and Jacob's already, like, it just came so soon, I feel like, you know? Yeah, but we're also, like, what, more than a third through the book? Yeah, I mean, how many chapters are there? Probably, like, 25, 26? Yeah, and we're on page, like, Two two hundred. Yeah, and we're on chapter nine. Sure, we're almost halfway there, but I'm just like, it almost it feels, <laughs> feels quick. quick. Yeah. yeah, I mean, really, not much has happened in the whole first third of this book. That's so true. Like, 
Bella was depressed, then she was not depressed. She went out with Jess, and then she got bikes. They mm-hmm. fixed them, and now we're here. Yeah. <laughs> like I know. I don't know how it's taken her 200 pages <laughs> to write that, but... I guess, like, when you write a book, you should, like, you it sh- that should take 200 pages because, like, you want to have detail and thoughts and, like, whatever. But yeah, but more should have happened, I feel. Her detail and thoughts are, like, not, like, there's not much substance to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's really sad. Okay. So Bella has started to slip into a routine, school, work, and Jacob. Not necessarily in that order, though. (laughs) (laughs) She is slipping into Jacob. Or is she letting Jacob slip into her? Did she say that? She was like, not specifically in that order. She did. Which means it's like, Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. Work, school, Jacob. School. Work work is the bottom of the list, I think. Jacob's number one. Even though school, work, Jacob. Is literally the order that she does it. The most sense for any order. Yeah. (laughs) You go to school. And then after school, you're going to go to work. That makes no sense. And then you'll hang out with Jacob. Because Bella's always home by dinner. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Well, maybe they get out of school really early. Like, maybe they, don't they start really early, it seems like? Isn't she like, oh, I'm at school by seven? I don't know. Well, I mean, when, yeah, I, when I was in high school, part, yeah, we ended at, at 2.51. Apparently, yeah. apparently, the high school kids are done at 2.10 now. Hmm. At least that the high school Kate teaches at. They're we out. Started at like seven like, fifty something and ended at two fifty one. Yeah, no, they're out early yeah, now. I think that's what ours was. We were we were down by two forty. Like yeah. Mm. Mm. So weird. All right. Well, anyway, this effortless pattern means Bella is basically cured of her misery, except for when she stops to think for too long, which she obviously does not try to do. And as she so eloquently describes it, quote. I was like a lost moon. Get it? A lost moon? Uh, a new moon? No, no. She's a lost moon and when mm. and she'll be new later. But that would make her an old moon and then a new moon. She's She'd l- be a lost moon and then a found moon. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that goes. Okay. No. She's a lost moon and then she is reborn into a new moon because her planet returns or she gets a new planet to revolve around. Let me finish the quote. It'll, okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like a lost moon. My planet destroyed in some cataclysmic disaster movie scenario of desolation that continued nevertheless to circle in a tight little orbit around the empty space left behind, ignoring the laws of gravity. So Edward is the planet, obviously. Mm-hmm. I and do get it. I'm just correcting the lost and found versus old and new that's all yeah isn't, well, isn't bella the planet wait <laughs> no what? bella's the moon i was like a lost moon but the my planet, planet destroyed edward's her planet because she circles she orbits edward they're like magnets he uh, moves you move you know okay yeah i just feel like when she says my planet it's like no no her planet destroyed edward being the planet <laughs> okay gone forever <laughs> lost and destroyed <laughs> And when so, he comes back, she's a new moon. <laughs> <laughs> or Jacob is her new planet, and therefore she is now a new moon. Circling. <laughs> There's a lot of... Well, she has to be like... Are there moons that... No, that's not possible. I don't know. That what? Is there a moon that can orbit 
that orbits more than one planet, like one moon. Yeah, there are there are there I are know there's planets multiple, with multiple moons. I know no, there no, are no, planets with multiple one moon moons around multiple planets. But can one oh. moon orbit around multiple planets? Because that's Bella. Feel like no, because each planet has, has its, its own, own gravitational pool. Yeah. I so don't know. I, I unless don't. it was like orbiting. Like a, like a like a like a like an eight like a figure eight <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but like without the center or I guess with I guess they could go in I like guess a, they could go like that I don't know <laughs> hey there's a vast universe it says, out there who knows <laughs> it's true astronomy some astronomy website says it's it's certainly possible if it's this if the two planets are nearly the same mass and other variation is like but yeah. yes so it's, it's possible, possible. Out there. Okay. It's possible, but it's not. There is not one that we know of. Okay. Well, I guess we know of one here, right? <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. Anyway, she's dramatic, always with the drama. So as time has moved on for Bella, she started getting better with her motorcycle, which unfortunately it meant fewer and fewer hallucinations until they ultimately stopped completely. This had Bella panicking, and now her search for other adrenaline-producing activities. Oh, wait. No, I read that wrong. She's now, after she loses the hallucinations, she begins searching for other adrenaline-producing activities, and a more frenzied search for the meadow begins. Eventually, Valentine's Day comes up. And Jacob sees Bella, or Bella and Jacob have plans, and he teasingly, you know, they have a little conversation. He teasingly asks her to be his Valentine. So she does the only thing she can think of to reestablish the friendship the friendship boundary and invites him to see a movie with her and her, quote, cafeteria crowd on Friday. Also, that's, like, kind of rude. Why is she calling them her cafeteria crowd? Like, first of all. I just feel like. They're not her friends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying crazy. Bella has made things clear, but Bella has also made things clear. Like, like, like I don't know. I I feel like with Jacob. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like he just keeps trying and trying and trying, and he's like, "I'm not giving up." And I'm like, "But Jacob, just..." I mean, that was quite literally the point of this whole chapter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just. They in fact won't have stop. this conversation later in my section. Can't stop. Won't stop. And again in mine. Yeah. Oh, do they have it again in yours? That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. But he just keeps trying, and I'm like... Unless you did my notes, and I didn't realize. I did not do your notes. <laughs> you would realize. <laughs> I didn't look that hard. <laughs> I did not do your notes um, this time. So anyway, she's like, we can't hang out, and he looks crestfallen, and she's like, just come to the movies with me and my friends, aka my cafeteria crowd. Stupid. She didn't intend on inviting him, obviously, but she couldn't hurt him, and she decided she'd rather have Jacob sort of flirting with her than Mike sort of flirting with her. Mm-hmm. Because she feels more of a friendship with with Jacob, so, like, I get that. They're closer. And whereas I think she thinks, like, she's not really friends with Mike. Mm-hmm. I also feel like she probably thinks, like, it could go further with Jacob, even though it, it won't, and she's, like, pretty adamant about that. But I feel like... There's more of a look. Like if she a were to date, of, if it was a choice it, between yeah, Mike and Jacob. Yeah, she had to pick Jacob, between two of them to like she would pick Jacob. marry, like she would pick Jacob. Yeah, 100%. Well, yeah. 100%. I just think she enjoys more of a Jacob's company more and is more willing to put up with his flirting than, than like Mike's. she does not 
enjoy Mike's company like at all. At all. Yeah. Mm-mm. Definitely so not. Why put up with him flirting when and I also think maybe she thinks Jacob might like understand a little more and like yes, he's persistent and like is gonna continue to like flirt with her, but like he gets it. He knows where he stands. Yeah. Whereas Mike just like doesn't fucking get it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. will never get it. Never get it. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, you'll be okay. Speaks for the first day after four months. Do you want to go on a date with me? Yeah. No. Do like fucking. What don't you get? Yeah. It's really. That's why I fully support her wanting his flirting over Mike's. Uh, oh, <laughs> I uh, completely agree. For sure. Fast forward to English. Bella asks Mike if he's busy on Friday and his eyes instantly light up at her implied date until, of course, she clarifies that she's trying to get a group together to go see Crosshairs, which is some like gory action movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which also when I was reading this, the way she describes this, like what she says is so rude. She's like, I was trying to get a group emphasis on group yeah i was like rude. okay bitch like you could just say like oh i was trying to get a group together not like i'm trying to get a group yeah. together which is how i imagine she did it do you think it was like aggressive or more like a like i was thinking we could get a group together i think it was thing. like She's, kind of rude. she explicitly was like i emphasized well i know group. but like how did she emphasize it like a day all right maybe she wasn't or did she emphasize it by like dragging it out like I think she was probably like, I was thinking we, or I was trying to get a group together, a group. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe not with like an attitude, but like final. I'm trying to get a group together. Not, Mm -hmm. because like if she was like, I'm trying, I was thinking of getting maybe like a group. He would be like, no, just you and me. Yeah. You know, I think she wanted to make it very, seem like there was no like wiggle room on that. But he agrees. And he tries to make it a double date situation, but Bella is having absolutely none of that. He says, oh, let's invite Angela and Ben or maybe Katie and whomever. I forget. And Bella's like, yeah. And I was thinking Jessica and Tyler and Connor and Lauren. Like she lifts off everybody she has ever met in her life. And Mike is like, okay. And she's like, great. So if everyone agrees, um, we'll need your Suburban. But I'm also like, just drive separately, you guys. You all have cars. Um. Well, I was thinking about this earlier anyway, and the Suburban is not going to fit 12 people yeah. regardless. We, we had the same conversation so. at the beach about the little push trip. Yeah, but this this is, I think this is even more people than the little push trip. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, because everyone's in a cup. Still, well, no, every it's the same amount of people. But they're bringing Quill, oh, and, Quill and Jacob, Jacob now yeah. on yeah. top of it. Right. <clears throat> well, she says, I invited my little push friends. And Jake, uh, Mike is like, oh, are these the same friends you study with? And she's like, yeah, the same ones, the exact <laughs> ones. But like, I wouldn't call them like, I wouldn't call it studying, like more of tutoring because they're just sophomores. Mm-hmm. She should not have said that part because Mike is like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, you're Yeah, an- but she loves this dance between the two of them. Oh, loves she it. does. Loves it. She loves to dance with, not like the dance between the two of them, but she loves the little dance with Mike, even though she's like, I hate him. Yeah. And then she loves the little dance with Jacob. Jacob, even though she's like, oh, I feel bad. Yeah. No, you don't because you're intentionally saying things to yeah. lead them on. <laughs> exactly. She just so. is like, she just like, 
I think her actions and her words do match up, but it's like the it's like the little things she says. Because one sentence she's like, "I'm very like I I want to be clear about like the boundary," and then in the next breath she's flirting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, she is very clear in setting her intentions and like her actions and like touching and like whatever. Mm-hmm. All of that is clear as day. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I just want to make it clear. So that I can continue to flirt with you. Yeah. Yeah. What? Which just just stringing along. Just a little just a little minx, this Bella Swan. Anyway, Friday rolls around. And it's kind of unfortunate because the suburban was not necessary. <laughs> Jessica and Lauren claimed to be busy when Mike mentioned Bella was going to be involved in the movie plans. Eric and Katie had three-week anniversary plans. They're probably going to the flower show. Probably. <laughs> Lauren. When I read that. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, so they had to, Stephanie had to make um, An any other relationship seem trivial compared to. Just out of curiosity, do we think that was Real? legit? Or they were like, we don't want to go. Like, we need a, we need an excuse. I feel like it was probably. I feel legit. like it was real. <laughs> yeah, this, I feel like this is the era of someone in your AIM profile for three <gasps> weeks with the little heart, and oh then when God. that is no longer in the profile, you know they broke up. I just got full body chills. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So like a three week anniversary, big, big deal, big deal, huge. You've almost made it a month. <laughs> yeah, now you guys can start talking prom. <laughs> So they had their big plans. So Lauren got to Tyler and Connor before Mike could. So I'm wondering if she was like, they heard, obviously, Mike was like, oh, let's do a movie thing. And they were like, yeah. And Mike was like, "It's who's going? Oh, Bella. And they were like, just kidding, busy. Like, I wonder if then Lauren went to Tyler and Connor was like, you can't go to the movies because Bella's going. Or if they were like, you guys should hang out with me and Jess. I think the latter. The latter, right? Yeah. I agree. Double that's, date. Some, that's some like high school shit. Yeah. Like yeah. I would do. Not not that I would do, like, not that I would probably not go to something because of someone I hated, but I feel like that's like a high school thing. Oh yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I would definitely not go to something because of someone I hated. Why do I want to spend time with you? <laughs> that's true. I can literally do anything else. <laughs> I feel like I just didn't really hate anyone. I don't know. <laughs> at least when I was in high Can't school. Can't relate. <laughs> Or at least hate anyone. Yeah, for that me, I like I'm not gonna let someone I don't like ruin my good time. With. Like you're not gonna run me out of town. <laughs> no, but if it was this situation where I could go see a shitty movie with if people anything, I don't really care about, if I'm probably anything, not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, but I guess Belle is the only one Jess, they don't care for. Jess should want to have this whole group date with Bella. So that way, if Bella acts psycho, everyone will turn on her. Yeah, and then she could yeah. be like, she did this last time too. It was so See? weird. But Jess isn't actually Jess that is, mean girl. Jess no. is playing checkers and not chess. Dumb yeah. bitch. Like what? <laughs> Jess could have been playing Uno, <laughs> and she wasn't. Like you, like that was her opportunity to potentially have everyone turn on Bella. Yeah. She, got La- she let Lauren get in her head. Mm-hmm. I also feel like they probably didn't care to see that movie. Well, definitely <laughs> not. That's like not at the top of their list. Well, Mike <laughs> tried to convince everybody, a.k.a. Bella, to see the romance movie, which has like a five-line name. 
Right. And she was like, absolutely the fuck not. Yeah. No, I know. And I feel like Lauren and Jess would have been more inclined, more inclined, still would have not gone. But like maybe would have felt like a little like run out of town because like she's going. But I feel like in this scenario, they're like, don't give a shit about that movie. Don't like her. We're going to get the boys and we're going to have our own fun for the weekend. Yeah, they Mm -hmm. are. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, Quill was grounded for fighting in school. And I had a thought about this also, is that I wonder if Quill is feeling a little bit more aggressive lately because puberty is coming on. Maybe. I wonder how quickly after this he also I don't know has his little sickness episode. Something's in the air and the push. Mm-hmm. So as it stands, this makes the group Bella, Jacob, Mike, Angela, and Ben. When Bella gets home from school on Friday, she sees Jacob and his shiny rabbit parked outside her house. They're thrilled he's finished the car and agree he should drive he should drive tonight on the maiden voyage, basically. Mistakenly, Bella tells Jacob that she can't top this one. Completing the rabbit makes Jacob metaphorically older. Okay. When Mike's suburban comes around the corner, the following conversation ensues. Quote. I remember this guy, he said in a low voice as Mike parked across the street. The one who thought you were his girlfriend. Is he still confused? I raised one eyebrow. Some people are hard to discourage. Then again, Jacob said thoughtfully, sometimes persistence pays off. Most of the time, it's just annoying, though. Whoop. <laughs> he didn't pick up on that one either. He... No, he heard her loud and clear. He just simply chose to ignore yeah, that no, the I, way that he... it applies to him. Yeah. <laughs> I also don't <laughs> think she's necessarily throwing shade at him. I think she is. I think she sees the relation in the two. Yeah. But she literally just said she'd rather deal with like Jacob's flirting than Mike's. I don't think she finds Jacob's flirting annoying. I think she finds I think Mike's she finds it uncomfortable annoying. And his persistence is prob- is annoying to her cuz it's getting in the way of like their what she thinks is just friendship or she wants to be just friendship. Mm. I don't know. I feel like because of the conversation they have later in my section that I feel like she doesn't think it's as annoying as she's saying it is. Mm. I feel like it's also kind of weird how Bella kind of talks about how Jacob's like, you know, is making her happy at the moment and everything's good but then she's like but he makes me uncomfortable so he's like he's making me uncomfortable but he's all she he's also like my comfort it's like the weirdest yeah it's very strange relationship in bella's mind at least but is it that he's making her feel uncomfortable or is it that her I don't know how to phrase he, this. He's making her feel uncomfortable because she knows Because for she doesn't him. want to reciprocate and she can't reciprocate. But she, I, like, I feel like it's making her feel guilty more than uncomfortable because she. I would agree if she didn't say the words, unco- like, it's makes her uncomfortable. She's uncomfortable with his flirting because she, like, he, she wants to be only friends and he is interpreting little things as more like when they're holding hands for too long and like 
She, no, you know, I get even, that. You yeah. know, or like when he put his arm around her. One time she was like, oh, usually when he hugged her when they were like on the hike, she was like, usually this contact would make me uncomfortable. But like whatever it was, it was I just felt so bad that he was like so upset over the Sam thing. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like what she says later is like pretty contradicting of what she's saying. Like, I feel like she doesn't fucking know. How she feels about it. I think she just likes the attention at this point. Like. She likes the comfort. He's giving her the attention that she, like, needs right now. Even though in her brain she's like, this is not right. Yeah. She likes the attention, but she also just wants him. She only wants the friend aspect. Yeah. Like, she likes the attention. she would wish that he would stop. But she wants it in this box that she has put it in. And Jacob is trying to. Expand the box. Expand the box. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, no. We're in this box. You got to stay in this box. Mm-hmm. And it, it, like, I don't know. Right. That's the best way I can describe it. <laughs> well, I feel like she keeps cutting the tape on the box. So. Yeah. You think she's cutting the tape on yeah. the box by flirting she's with like, him? She's like, I'm going to keep this box tight and closed, but I'm going to slice the top right off of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, she shouldn't have said she doesn't anything like that. Like, cl- yeah, she does flirt with him. Mike warily approaches Bella and Jacob because Jacob is this huge hulking man, and the testosterone battle begins. <laughs> I mean, Mike is always having to go up against someone <laughs> taller, buffer. <bigger> I <laughs> know. In my mind, Mike is like five nine, <laughs> which. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's true, but because the actor is just a tiny little man yeah. with, like, no jaw and looks like a boy, that's yeah, just... Yeah, who, who thought that was a good idea to cast him? Because they, you, like they don't, joke. you don't, I think they don't want the audience to root for Mike. Yeah. Okay, fair. You can't, you can't cast this, like, hunky, jockey, like, sweet boy next door, like, all-American, whatever, in, an, in a character role that you, like, don't want anybody to turn around and be like, yeah, actually, though, I'm Team Mike. Like, they want all the tension between, like, Team Jacob, Jacob Team and, Edward. Mm-hmm. I read something where, like, Taylor Lawner developed, like, such bad, like, body dysmorphia. Yeah. I don't know if dysmorphia is the right word, but he just had, like, images or uh, he just was, like, self-conscious about his body because he would have to show it off all the time. Like, yeah. I also heard that he got paid more for, like, taking his shirt off and shit. I don't know. If that's oh, true. yeah. I heard that, too. I actually also did hear the, like, you know, he had he was, like, self-conscious because he was, like, always working. Yeah. Uh, had to be, like, like that was, shredded like, for that the That was, movies. like, what he felt was, like, his only movie appeal and why people, like, casted him was his for his body. <laughs> well. It's kind of sad. He's still talented, though. But, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. That's I don't know. I haven't. I like industry. have not seen him be in a movie since Twilight. He was in like Abduction. Oh, Shark Boy! Come on. Oh, good. obviously, <laughs> Oscar worthy. I did forget Abduction. That was a good movie. Okay, so everyone's outside Bella's house, and it's awkward as fuck. And Bella hears the phone ringing from inside the house, so she goes to answer it to find out that Angela has the flu. It's Ben on the phone, which I didn't mention. It's Ben on the phone, and he says Angela has the flu. And he doesn't want to come without her, which effectively makes Bella the Bachelorette on her season's first two on one date. I don't watch Bachelorette. I so. know, but someone out there listening <laughs> does. I know, but I looked up and you were looking at me. 
I just naturally look at you. I do. I've been watching. There I've been go. watching Zach. There you go. <laughs> For those of you that don't watch The Bachelorette, there is always a season episode where The Bachelor or The Bachelorette takes um, the villain and somebody else who have basically been pitted against each other all season, not because of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette's like fault, but because those two always have the most tension and they go on a two-on-one and one of them always gets sent home at the end of the date. Sometimes both of them. Mm -hmm. It's always the most dramatic episode. They don't do a two-on-one on every season. I feel like they they do a two-on-one when there's, like, a lot of tension. Yeah, but I feel like they haven't recently. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I stopped watching. Bella breaks the news to the boys, and Mike suggests that they maybe do it another time until Jacob says he's still game to go, but if if Mike doesn't want to go, that's his prerogative. And Mike is like, absolutely not. I'm still going. They pile into Jacob's cool car after Bella brags about how Jacob built the whole thing from scratch to Mike. He sullenly sits in the back until he silently decides he's going to fight for Bella and leans forward, invading her personal space to inquire about the rabbit's radio. Can't be anything worse than being a senior boy shoved in the backseat of a sophomore boy's car while he's up front with the girl that you like you like i know <laughs> and also let's think about the logistics and like how fucking creepy it is like what mike does he's sitting in the back i imagine like in the middle of the back okay jacob's in the front seat bella's in the passenger in the front mike leans forward and stephanie literally writes that he puts his chin on bella's like ch- like where her headrest is and is basically cheek to cheek with her. And she is like, ew. <laughs> and shifts her body so her back is now against the window of her car door. Yeah. Like, he just leans forward that close to where her face is. Yeah, I mean, I mean I've mean, i definitely put my chin on the shoulder of, like, a car, whatever, the seat. Yeah, but, like. somebody, but, like, not someone who wouldn't want my face there. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> like, that's. So I'm sorry if that gives me the ick. I ha- that gives me the biggest ick. Ugh. It's definitely ick if it's someone like you want nothing to do with being there. Yeah, yeah. and he like anything that's like cute and flirty. I don't like, think it's the act flirty. of it. I think it's like the dynamic. Yeah, of yeah, it. yeah. Like anything that's like cute. He thinks he thinks it's like <laughs> he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna just get in her space and she's gonna love that. Yeah, because she's loved every one of your other attempts. <laughs> well, she didn't well, he's him. a senior and Jacob's a sophomore, so therefore he has a better chance. Even though Jacob built this cool car and is 6'5 and is like muscled <laughs> and has like an adult man's face and has beautiful russet skin and is mysterious and clearly smart because he's getting tutored by a smart girl. Crazy. Yeah. Well, he's intelligent and intuitive. <laughs> as he has caught on to the fact that Bella doesn't like music, which Mike thinks is strange as fuck. Once they arrive at the theater, Bella has to buy Jake's ticket because he's too young for such a feature. That is so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, that kind of did knock him down a notch. Knocks him down. I know she's like, you're you're way older than me now, but I have to go buy your ticket. <laughs> I like though that she, like, what thought that he was just giving her money. Money. Yeah. She was like, the fuck is this? He was like, I can't get my own ticket. She's like, oh okay. <laughs> oh my god so embarrassing that's so embarrassing for everyone <laughs> so worried that billy might be upset with her sneaking jake in jake reassures her quote 
I told him you were planning to corrupt my youthful innocence. To which I imagine Billy said, that a boy. (laughs) And patted him on the shoulder. (laughs) Mike feeling jealous and left out of this flirtation quickens his pace to keep up with them. Yeah, because Mike is 5'6", and (laughs) (laughs) Jacob has the stride of a fucking giant. Yeah, but how is Bella walking fast? She's a girl. How does she not trip over her fucking self already? She doesn't trip when she's with Jacob because she's not self-conscious with him. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That was like rapid, but you were like, I got an answer. The fact is that I have a better answer than Stephanie Mayer ever could come up with. (laughs) Bella wishes Mike would have decided to bow out of the evening claiming he wasn't much of an addition to the party. But need I remind you that she invited him on this outing. Yeah. That's fucking rude. She invited him on this outing so that she didn't have to spend like a romantic amount of time with Jacob like right after Valentine's Day. And now she's wishing that it was just the two of them. Mm -hmm. And she arranged this knowing full well how Mike would take it. Mm -hmm. She's a little rat. (laughs) She should be making an effort to make him feel included. After all, she is the one claiming she doesn't want this to be a date with Jake. So, yeah, it, be inclusive. Like, yeah, you can't, you can't set this up, have it backfire in your face, and then only favor one of them. Yeah, and make yeah. the other one feel like an asshole. Yeah, when you invited them out in the first place. That's exactly because you right. Didn't want to be with the other one. Yeah, by mm-hmm. themselves. Right. She could have easily, when they were standing outside before they left, she could have easily been like. I mean, like, guys, like, I kind of wanted this to be a group thing. Maybe we can reschedule. Like, like she could have I know. Mike literally gives there. the out. He's like, oh, maybe we should reschedule. And she says nothing. And Jacob was like, I'm still down. And I'm going to take Bella out and fuck her in my car. And <laughs> Mike is like, I'm coming. Like, she could have easily, she could have very well bowed out. Like, any, like, easily reasonable girl probably would have knowing the dynamic that yeah. she was about to, like, no, knowing she, the situation she was about to put herself into. Probably would about. She out. wants them to fight over her. She yeah. lives for that shit. She's lapping it up. I do feel like in the movie, she's a little more like tries to play, not play, but like pays attention to both of them and tries yeah. to like get them to be like friendly. Friends. So this can be like a cute little fun like group situation. Yeah. It's not like that in the book. No. no. Canonically, that's not that. that's not accurate. No. So the movie is as grotesque as it promised to be. Mike is sitting stiff-faced, staring up at the fringe of the curtains. Bella is zoned out, eyes glazed over, so all she was seeing was color and movement. I said this is similar to the way that I watch sports on TV. (laughs) (laughs) My eyes just kind of glaze over, and I'm just staring at it, not really understanding what's happening. Again, with the blood and guts. Yeah, that's what she wanted. That is what she wanted. How does she sit through that without passing out? Well, no, because for her, it's the smell of it. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. the smell. How do you smell? You, you can't. But she's been fine every other time that she's been gushing blood. Literally yeah. gushing. She can't <laughs> smell it then. She just can't smell like a pinprick of it. That's too much. <laughs> yeah, when it's when she's gushing it, it's almost like the smell is so overwhelming that she can't smell it at all. But the pinprick, whoo! <laughs> None of it. She goes sense. nose blind when it's too much. Yes. And Jacob is on her other side, laughing at the poor dramatization of the gore on screen. Bella, intrigued by Jake's amusement, decides to actually watch the movie and laugh along with him. She wonders how she is ever going to fight the blurring lines in their relationship Mm. when she enjoys being with him so much. Mm. 
That is a blurry line. That is a blurry line. <laughs> also, I'm sorry. If you guys are in the movie that is like supposed to be good and maybe everyone else around you is enjoying it and you're fucking laughing, that pisses me off. Like what's I so definitely f- did that in high school. I feel like this type of movie is like a Sharknado. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Where it's like so Graphics. bad that it's so good so and bad. you're just laughing. I oh, do- much like Twilight. I do yes. think that, the, that <laughs> the sound clips they put in when they're like in the movie when it's like, I'm going to punch your face in. No, I'm going to punch your face. Because in the movie it's called face punch punch. yeah um like i think that's like funny obviously it like works well with the like this movie is actual garbage but doesn't seem like anybody else in the theater is laughing at this yeah no the the girl in front of them covers her eyes and buries her head in her date's shoulder and that's when we find I'm out. I'm like that dying to know how, like what this movie is about and what it looks like. And oh, how no, someone was like impaled with a pole. Blown up, blown up. So like Final Destination, but bad. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I can't tell if it's little, like, like like fighting and like someone is like hit impaled with a pole or I don't know. I know like people got blown up at one point. Yeah. Mm. So I guess I had a thought here. Okay. I wrote like a whole fucking passage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do think this is something we talked about a little bit last week, and I'm probably contradicting what I said then. Because I think so Ariana asked, like, do we think she loves him yet? Or somebody asked, oh, do we yeah, think yeah. she I loves said, him yet? I said, do you think she's starting to fall in love with him yet when I don't, it doesn't matter Whatever when. It was, but yeah. You and, and I, I both said no. She said yes. And I think I said i don't think she ever would does yeah but now and or would yeah but obviously we know by this chapter or in this chapter she like admits to like loving him platonically Mm -hmm. like fully like i do love you kind of thing she doesn't say it but that's what we're getting at Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i do kind of think now if edward never existed like at all like, not that they didn't speak, but, like, he was never in the school, doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And she, for whatever reason, was hanging out with Jake the way she is. Mm-hmm. I don't see why she wouldn't mm-hmm. end up loving like, him loving him as more than a friend. Yeah, I agree. Uh, 100%. I agree. Because this is a very normal, healthy fun mm-hmm. dynamic yeah. relationship that they have. Yeah, they're like perfect for each just, other. And she's even it, concerned about blurring the lines of friendship herself. Mm-hmm. She's like, if we keep this up and if I keep this up, like, how am I going to keep him Making in this sure that we're, yeah. Yeah, I just wonder like how different the the story would be, right? Because the only reason they're kind of, I know they have known each other, you know, when they were younger mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. charlie is good friends with the blacks but how would i don't they know that they like, were that close when they were younger though i think she was they closer just with knew, the sisters like, of each other yeah like i wonder how the story would have would have went because the whole reason they're having this relationship now is because of edward yeah yeah so. which i mean well I, you do you not think though she like she regardless does not enjoy her cafeteria crew as friends no. yeah so if she's not hanging out with anybody really, I think was said Billy Charlie would have encouraged her to like hang out, hang, with, hang out with like why don't you go to the reservation and hang out with them like go see, go see Jacob like whatever yeah yeah 
And I think that could have probably initially sparked something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could yeah, definitely could have. Yeah. I don't think she would have like never hung out with Jake. I just think this pushed her into it. She wasn't hanging out with him before because she was spending all of her time with, with Edward. Edward. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I definitely do think it would have been interesting if if um Stephanie had kind of pushed the dynamic into Bella actually at all being a little bit in love or like actually in love mm-hmm. with Jacob during or- this hiatus of her and edward because mm-hmm. then that actually mm-hmm. like instead of just like playing with the blurred lines like, yeah and then actually think just she's like tiptoeing around feeling that way yeah but. or what i wonder if this would be interesting if like bella and jacob were together first and then edward came into the picture oh that'd be so fucked up that'd be so <laughs> no, fucked up. like she didn't jacob. know edward like well she knew like edward is jacob and jacob is edward right yeah. how would that, i wonder how that would go that would i think weird. that she would still end up with edward because yeah. jacob would not imprint on her that's why I he would like want it. to and like he wouldn't be able to he would like try and force the imprinting yeah that's why i don't like that she would leave jacob for him well wouldn't he never wouldn't he never imprint if bella and we did talk about yeah. how it's fate. This whole story is just so Jacob can imprint on Renesmee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and Jacob is. is actually the main character. But maybe he would just like imprint on someone else. There is actually a point. I don't know if it's well, in it your not section. Be Bella because that's the closest thing to Renesmee. Yeah, yeah, but you literally existed. said that it's Sorry, I'm just it's <laughs> contingent on Edward yeah. and Bella's sperm and egg colliding. Well, I get that, but... If Renesmee was never going to exist, Bella would be the next closest thing if he was going to imprint on someone else. Yeah, but if if we're saying if (laughs) Jacob and Bella were first, the Mm. first couple. Would he imprint on his own child? I and then you said that Edward comes in and she he Jacob wouldn't be able to imprint on Bella. Like I was thinking of yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. But I wonder. Okay, so like right now their connection is like pretty strong yeah i would say yeah i don't is there like an age or like a, like it does there have to like you have to like grow into the point where you like can imprint you know what i mean oh so yeah is he like not able to imprint yet i think like, he has to become a wolf first and then it's whenever the moment is right you imprint well okay so he turns into a wolf whatever they still have this close relationship after they get over their, you know, I'm not good for you. You can't see me. I'm a wolf. Mm-hmm. Ah, after all that, before Edward comes back and everything, you know, so they like are like rekindling their friendship. So, okay, he's a wolf. He's able to imprint because he's turned into a wolf. But is he actually able to like at this age, at this point in time? Because I wonder if he just wasn't able to imprint on her later because their connection is never the same once Edward comes back. Mm. And that you imprint on someone that has that connection. Like, no one that we know of, like, resists the connection. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. always, like even if, like, I think at some point you looked it up and it was like, uh, like, everybody kind of, like, gives into it eventually because it's hard to resist that sort of, like, attention and care for you. Yeah. I think she was so far like it's never going to happen mm-hmm. when Edward comes back mm-hmm. that I don't think it would have even been possible for him for to him do to it. do it I think here and now maybe maybe and I feel like that changes yeah things. if Edward maybe came back like a year later rather than like 
you know, yeah, however, like, six months, like however long he's gone. Like if they, if they're, if he had just not tried to go to the Volturi, if like that whole thing was like pushed back a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like, I feel like the imprinting does not come um, like as an option as soon as you turn into a wolf. Could you imagine having to cope with the fact that A, now you're a wolf, mm-hmm. but B, now you've done this weird fucking thing where you're just wildly obsessed with this human. No matter their age. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. That would be a lot to cope with. I feel like, yeah, it would be. In my brain, it's like, when it happens, it happens. Like, I feel like yeah. you can't well, I put mean, a time on it. Yeah, because, like, that, like, think about it. Like, there, it's only a two year time frame between. Because doesn't Jacob imprint on Renesmee, like, the second, right away, the, the second, second they lock yeah. eyes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and at that point, Quill or Embry, somebody has already imprinted on, like, some nine year old girl. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like, like, and there's they're like J- the the Lapush boys are like seventeen, and then yeah. B- Bella is like nineteen. Like I like it's like those TikToks, and it's like when I was twenty eight, they were like eighteen. Or yeah, like- yeah. <laughs> is it something that happens at like first sight? With somebody like you've never met them before or seen them before, yeah. That's so he, so then he couldn't do it with Bella because it didn't happen the first time. I think so. But he also wasn't a wolf, though. No, I, but I mean, when he turns into a wolf, the first oh. time he lays eyes on her, it doesn't happen, so it can never happen. I guess. I feel like the imprinting is written in in stone somewhere. Um, like, hold on. You are gonna imprint with this person whenever you cross paths with them. Mm-hmm. An integral characteristic of imprinting is that. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. This is not Twilight related. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it does make sense, though. An integral part of here. I'm sorry. An integral characteristic of imprinting is that it occurs at a specific point in someone's life, usually beginning the moment they are born. This period varies between species ranging from within a day or so after birth to almost the first few years of their life. So, like, kind of works, but not quite. Oh, I think, aren't you supposed to do that with, like, I know this is going to sound weird, but in Jurassic Park, they're supposed to, like, um. (laughs) What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Like, play with the little baby dinosaurs so they, like, imprint or, like, get comfortable with them so they don't. Like you're supposed to, yeah. Like, you're supposed to like basically like make a connection with them. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, getting a little baby duck that hatches, and then it thinks you're its mom, and it follows mm-hmm. you around. Okay. <laughs> if I go to our favorite website, twilightsaga.fandom.com, mm-hmm. it says imprinting is the involuntary mechanism by which quillute shapeshifting. I'm sorry, shapeshifters find their soulmates. It is a profound, intimate phenomenon that exists. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Imprinting can occur anytime after a wolf's first phasing it can happen with anyone regardless of previous personal feelings it happens the first time he sees the person he's imprinting on so after he phases for the first time becomes a wolf the first time he sees sees them them. after that he imprints so he was never going to imprint on bella ever even if edward never came back okay i think maybe they could date but there would always be the what happens? Like he, the same thing could happen to Bella that happened to. Um, I guess that's kind of sad too. Like Jacob turns into a wolf and knows Bella's not his match, even though he has. Even these though feelings he wants her, her to be, yeah, that that blows. Yeah. Unlike her imprinter, the imprintee can choose whether she'll accept him as her soulmate or not. 
It is, however, implied that rejection is highly unlikely since it is said that it would be very hard to resist the levels of commitment, compatibility, and adoration. It has also been noted that the imprintee feels, oh, I'm sorry, this says incomplete. I thought it said incompetent, and that's why I made this face. Okay, incomplete without her soulmate nearby. If the imprintee chooses someone else, her imprinter will be in deep emotional pain. Nevertheless, he would still respect her choices. Her happiness is all that matters to him. Aww. It Rough also, way to live the rest of your life. I know. Yeah. It also says in the third stage of imprinting, they become intimate friends, meaning their feelings for each other are changing into romantic feelings. This stage may or may not happen to the imprintee, but the imprinter will fall in love with his imprintee. He will not see any other woman at all. The imprintee is all he cares about, and he will love her even if she rejects him. That's depressing. Well, Jacob doesn't have to deal with that. <laughs> so Mike and Jacob have claimed the armrests on either side of Bella, both with their hands resting lightly and unnaturally with palms up. <laughs> Quote, like steel bear traps, open and ready. Just a little ready to stitch. <laughs> you Who sits like this? Seriously. Nobody. That's Jesus. why it's ridiculous. Jesus Christ sits like that. <laughs> Haven't like, you ever like, seen The Last Supper? <laughs> if I if I don't pay attention to my hands for a second, they immediately want to go like that. Like, okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to do it. Well, you you got something to lean on. Think of it as like a... I... Well, yeah, they're using an armrest. Yeah, they're, they're using an, an armrest. Armrests at the movies are like per- the right leg. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. This just feels very uncomfortable to me. I, all right. I'm just going to see if I can do it. Okay. Well, they're only doing it with one, first of all. So maybe that makes a difference. Not really, though. It's still fucking weird. <laughs> Next time I go to the movies with anyone, I'm going to do this on the armrest. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Like, I could continue to sit like this, but, like, I would never naturally sit, sit like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just like that she looked at it like a fucking trap. <laughs> Yeah, that is funny. I don't, again, with the bear metaphors. I know. I was thinking the same yeah. thing. So Bella folds her arms across her chest and waits them out. <laughs> and Mike caved first, which is not at all surprising no, to me. No, literally not at all. <laughs> Halfway through the movie. Okay. Well, okay. He caves because he's getting sick. Yeah. But sickness aside, I do still think he would have been the first one to cave. He would have been oh, like, oh, right, yeah. this isn't happening. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Halfway through the movie, Mike ends up sick and runs out the door. Bella and Jake go after him, and Jake finds him hurling in the bathroom. Quote, what a marshmallow. This <laughs> is just like my favorite insult, and I want to start using it more. Okay, let's use it. Let's start using it. <laughs> I'm going to forget, but I want to use it. <laughs> let's use it. I'm down. I'm not going to forget. <laughs> Jake invites Bella to join him on a bench in the hallway to wait it out and have a chat. Bella grimaces, so drink. I'd love to. And Bella begrudgingly confirms that yes, she likes him better than Mike, better than any of the other guys she knows, better than the girls too. Jake is satisfied enough by this and is prepared to be annoyingly persistent. (laughs) Not many can pull that off without it being horribly (laughs) off-putting. Yeah. Yeah. Jacob knows deep down she is still hung up on the other one. That's what he says in the book? Mm Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's like interesting or like it's great that he knows not to say the name. And like, what is he, Voldemort? Like, (laughs) well, to her. Kind of. Yeah. She's like, it's great. Like, it's crazy that he 
knows not to say his name and knows that I don't like music. Like, Jacob's very observant. Yeah, because he loves you. Well, I down a couple points said because you have a real normal connection that's more than infatuation and mysticism. Mm-hmm. But Bella can't imagine how she could ever not like being with Jacob. And I said, oh, that time will come. Yep. <laughs> she punches him in the face for it. <laughs> Breaks her hand. <laughs> Punching his face. <laughs> face punch. That's like the classic scene. Have you ever seen those like uh, memes where it's like voiced over? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, one with- poor lip syncing? Yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's one of that scene. I, lip like, dubbing or whatever? I forget like what they actually say, but that was one of the scenes. Oh, yeah. I remember them doing it too. <laughs> Bella insists things will never amount to more than what they are now. I don't know where I thought that sentence was going. Not <laughs> there. <laughs> Holding hands, Bella thinks of Jacob's warmth. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was like part of my sentence. I was like, warmth drink? I was like, what am I saying here? (laughs) You wrote a whole sentence. My notes are rubbing off on you. (laughs) It was really the fact that I wasn't sure I could put my own thoughts together later. So I was like, I just have to write everything out now Mm because I'm not retaining this. That's fair. (laughs) And he finds and traces the cold, long, and silvery crescent-shaped scar on the side of her hand. Jacob asks how she got it, to which Bella deflects, claiming it would be impossible for her to remember where all her scars came from. Do you think Jacob can feel the temperature difference in her scar? He can, because he Mm -hmm. says it's ice cold. Mm. Okay. Yes. Maybe if I did my homework. (laughs) (laughs) She expects the memory to hit, opening a gaping hole inside her. But as she has come to learn, Jacob's presence prevents this from happening. Something like that. (laughs) And just a quick reminder that Mike is, in fact, still here and is having, and as if having your head in a movie theater toilet for any extended time wasn't bad enough, he comes out to find Bella and Jake cozied up, holding hands in the hallway and waiting for him. I would simply pass away if I were him. I actually do think he does this perfectly in the movie. And he just sheepishly comes out and he goes, I need to go home. He pretty pretty much does that in the book, too. He's like, um... Can we leave early? <laughs> She's like, yeah. yes. <laughs> yes, we can. She's like, let me pull, pry my little hand out of Jacob's g- baseball mitt and let's go. <laughs> I mean, she does have to pry her hands out because he, this duration of this whole conversation, which I had very much shortened because it was a lot of he said, she said, mm-hmm. he's like Clutching holding her, her and like tight and like grabs her wrist because she tries to pull it away. And, and that's when he's like, tell me one thing, like. You like me, right? And she's like, yeah. He's like, more than those other guys? Or more than puke boy or whatever he calls him. Stop. She's Marshall. like, yeah. He's like, more than those other guys? And she's like, yes. And then she says, and more than the girls, too. So they're like having a cute little back and forth about how much she does like him. Mm. And she, and her saying and more than like, the girls, too, is trying to be like, I like you more than them because you're a better friend. But actually. Like, she, I like you more than everybody. Yeah. Literally. And then he was like, uh, so, like, then why does it bother you? And, like, like you're, are you worried about him? Like, are you worried about upsetting him or something along those mm. lines? And she's like, no. And she's just like, I just don't want to, like, blur those lines. I just don't understand why she just wouldn't simply say, I'm still in love with somebody else. And I, I'm not. I don't want gonna, this. He, he said that. He said it's because gates. of the other one. Oh. And she said, 
yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. And then he, he was like, like, you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. And she nods and she's like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, okay. Whoops. That. So she, like, he knows. Yeah. And she knows that he knows. So she's like, great. Like, he gets it. And then he's like, but I'm never going to stop trying. But I, mm. I know where you stand, but I'm, I'm hoping that one day you'll get yeah. over him and I'll be here. I'll have been here the whole time. Yeah. So they come to that understanding. Okay. Pretty much. And then they get Mike an empty popcorn bucket and put him in the back seat of the rabbit and no. roll the windows down to let in the ice cold air on the ride home. Which like cold air does it always does, help. Does cold help. air always helps when you think you're going to up Chuck. Yes. Always. But that is, first of all, if I were Jacob, I would be like, Michael, this is a brand new car. He, yeah, he, he hands was him the bucket like, and he says, please. That's it. That's all he says is please. <laughs> and the lady, the girl at the counter who gives him the popcorn bucket mm-hmm. was like, get him outside, please. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So uh, being ice cold in the car now, Bella's freezing. Obviously. And <laughs> Jacob puts an arm around her to keep her warm. And Bella insists that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, you already said that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I jumped again. the gun there. <laughs> Bella insists that Jacob is so hot, he must be coming down with something. So now you can drink. <laughs> He's so hot. She's like, you're burning up. He's oh like, my I'm God. really fine. I'm burning up for you, baby. Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> oh, oh, that's I'm a perfect song. I'm hot. You're, you're cold. cold. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, what are the rest of the lyrics? I feel like the you whole thing. Go around. Like you don't. Yeah. Something. Know who I am. I was like, Thank I know you. there's like a know who I am somewhere in there. <laughs> you got but me on my toes. Into the water. I'm slipping into the lava. <laughs> I'm slipping into the lava. Oh, and I'm trying to keep from going under. <laughs> Baby, who turn the temperature hotter? Cause I'm burning up, burning up for you, baby. Where does the red dress come in? Uh, I'll tell you. Uh, high heels, <laughs> red dress, red dress, <laughs> red dress. All by, by myself, gotta, gotta catch ca- my breath. <laughs> <laughs> and then where's like Big Rab is like, Burning up. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. What a good fucking song. Burning up in the place tonight, and the brothers singing loud. And we're feeling right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amazing. Is that his name? Big Rob? That's his name, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that sounds right. Big Rob. That was amazing. <laughs> so, after all that, <laughs> Mike curls again. <laughs> uh, I would too. <laughs> so, Bella grimaces. Drink. <laughs> nice. Bella feels guilty for encouraging Jacob and blurring the lines of their friendship despite again. making her position clear. Again. Despite this, at the end of the day, Bella knew that she was never going to send Jacob away. She needed him too much. She's so selfish. Yeah, she just she just has this. I think she does call herself selfish. <laughs> oh yeah, I think she does. Yeah. Yeah. Bella ended up driving Mike home in his suburban while Jacob followed behind to you know take Bella back home. Ah, uh, poor Mike. He finally gets alone time with Bella, and he can't even <laughs> enjoy it. That sucks. <laughs> 
And then as soon as they get back, Jacob decides that he's also going to go home. And he thinks that he may also have a fever. And he's just starting to feel, like, strange. Okay. Bella offered to drive him back, but Jacob declined. He's like, no, no, no. I'm good. I'll make it home. Bella began to open the door of the car to leave, but Jacob grabbed her arm, saying, quote, There's something I want to tell you, Bella, but I think it's going to sound kind of corny. <laughs> and Jacob saw, uh, Bella sighs. And she's afraid that this was going to be more of the same conversation at the, at the theater. And Jacob says, quote, it's just that I know how unhappy. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to make up my own quote. <laughs> quote, it's just that I know how you're unhappy a lot. And maybe it doesn't help anything. But I wanted you to know that I'm always here. I won't ever let you down. I promise you that you can always count on me. End quote. I think he says some more gibberish after that but i famous last words mm-hmm. <laughs> bella says she does count on him more than he probably already knows <laughs> this is true she yeah. literally yeah. just she's like me- i've been using she- you this whole time literally yeah. literally i'm <laughs> glad you're giving me permission to mm-hmm. do so <laughs> but when bella says this jacob just smiles so wide because obviously he's interpreting it the he's wrong like, way Fuck <laughs> yes and this makes bella immediately regret that she just said that um, but she was telling the truth, although she wished she lied in this case. I don't think he is misinterpreting it. I think he's happy to hear. He's that happy she- to hear it, that she has all of these like feelings for him. And I think it's very much like the rest of the story goes, where it's like, I know how you feel about me, and you just won't let it be more than what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's where he's at. He's like, once she's over this shit. Mm-hmm. It's on. It's well, game time. She yeah. she goes to she goes on to say that she feels like she's going to let him down. I guess, which is yeah. like maybe that's partially why she doesn't want to cross that line is because she knows she's gonna love Edward forever, no matter what. Yeah, and it's like she could potentially have something with Jacob, but it she knows it won't be a hundred percent. It won't come close to what she believes that she has with Edward, even if she Which does love nothing. No, literally like nothing yeah. compared like, to what she has with Jacob. They don't have anything in common. Like, yeah, no connect, no real substance. They don't there. speak. They're yeah. they're boring. I, I don't. I wouldn't say they don't have anything in common. I do think they have like similar interests. Like, read the same books, listen to the same fucking music. When she doesn't hate, yeah, music. because Bella but they don't is, talk about any of it. That's, yeah, that's what's weird is like they do have stuff in common, but they don't have any conversations about anything ever. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's very surface yeah. level. Whereas, yeah, because like, she's like too blinded by how hot he is, right? Whereas, like, I kind of feel like maybe Bella maybe and Jacob vampy, have maybe less in common. Charm. Like, we don't know that they necessarily mm-hmm. like the same kind of music. Jacob's probably not out here reading the books that Bella is reading. He's out there fixing bikes. Bella doesn't really give a shit about that unless it's for her to run herself off of a cliff. Yeah. All right. So yeah, so they can make a connection <clears throat> without common interests. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. having anything in common. It's like completely opposite. They can make a connection over anything. And these two that have a lot in common can't even can't. have a fucking conversation. Yeah. For two seconds. Yeah. Excellent point. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So 
A strange look flashed across Jacob's face after he finished pouring his heart out to Bella, and he insisted he go home now. <laughs> he's like, I'm about to be a wolf. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, like, what do, you, what do you think he's feeling on the inside? I like, does he feel like he's gonna, like, actually be sick? Incre- does he feel, I think he's, emo- like, he ang- says like, crazy that, like, stuff? He says he doesn't feel sick. He just feels Feels off strange and off and, and weird. strange. Like, he yeah. just doesn't feel right, but it's not, like, because Bella was like, oh, maybe you have what Mike has. And he's like, no, like, that's not it. Like, I just don't feel I wonder right. if he just feels like the moon. Unpredictable. Oh, yeah. And, like, mm-hmm, not, yeah. I don't want to say unhinged, but, but like, like, out, like, not in control yeah. of, like, whatever his body might maybe do. Maybe do, yeah. Like, I have no idea what my body would do, but, like, I feel like I have no control over it right now. Oh, that's crazy. Kind of yeah. like when Sam, like, you know. Yeah. It's a wild feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pun intended? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, I thought it kind of was, so I'm, like, looking at you. I was like, ah. are you just, like. I guess she didn't mean that. I I I just I'm so focused on the story. Yeah. That the jokes are just coming and I'm not even letting them land for myself. I'm not even (laughs) laughing at my own jokes, which normally I do. So Bella wished that Jacob Black had been born her brother, like in flesh and blood brother, so that she would have a legitimate claim on him that left her free of blame. Ew. Yeah, a little weird a little weird, yeah. I mean, I can see, like... I just, like... She I wants, don't like the phrasing of that. Yeah, it's just also confusing because I don't consider her relationship with Jacob, like, brother-sister. Like, no. I think she's crossed, like, that line, definitely. Like, mm-hmm. that is not... It is not a brother-sister relationship, so the fact that No, she, she has a brother-sister relationship with Emmett. Yeah. Yeah. Not so much Jasper, but Emmett. Yeah. Yeah. That is not what she has with Jacob. He maybe is her brother in Christ, but certainly not in flesh. Like, ugh. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, not, I don't. Also don't like the claim on him. Yeah, yeah. like, ew. Like, like you're saying that about us. If that were her brother, and she's like, well, he's mine. Ew, weirdo. Like, yeah, it's weird. Ugh. Weird. It's, I don't like it. Next. And having brothers, just thinking about... You guys don't have brothers, right? No. I yeah, have like, two older stepbrothers. Oh. Well, I guess that's the same thing. But, like, just having brothers, they just... Yeah. No. Do you want to claim either of your brothers? No. no. no they can do, you? do it no. whenever they want. <laughs> I don't want to claim my sister either, so... <laughs> nope. So, in Bella's mind, she never meant to use Jacob, but I think that's yeah, a she whole was. lot of bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But she's feeling guilt now for doing so. She's felt guilty this whole time because she knew what she was doing. She's yeah. like said it several times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Bella never meant to love him, which I guess saying this implies that she does love him. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So that's where I got that from. I was like, I don't know if she says that, but she does. Yeah, like, impl- like by saying that, she's saying that she But I, I wonder, right. too, if she just means, like, she never meant to love him, like, have such a deep, like, connect, like, a relationship with him, regardless of whether or not she means, like, platonic love or... Right. Mm-hmm. She never meant to have love for him. She meant it to just kind of be a, a means to an end. Yeah. yeah. But love gave someone the power to break you, and Bella had been broken beyond repair. Well, no, you love him, and he's gonna break you. Mm-hmm. Temporarily. <laughs> <laughs> the 
Bella needed Jacob now. He was her crutch, and she was in deeper than she ever planned to go. However, Bella couldn't bear for him to be hurt either. And in Jacob's head, he thinks that with time, he will change the way Bella feels about him, but he's just fucking wrong. Um, (laughs) Jacob was her best friend, and Bella would always love him, and it would never... uh, And I guess... uh, So her love would never, ever be enough for what Jacob wants and needs. The way she loves him will never be enough. Yeah. Yeah. So Bella gets out of the car, walks inside, and Charlie asks about the movie, and Bella explains how Mike got sick. And then Charlie asks if Bella was okay, and she said she felt fine now, although she was clearly not in a cheerful mood. I guess just from dealing with all that shit. Uh, Yeah. Bella went into the kitchen to hang out by the phone, and Bella couldn't get the image of Jacob's face as he left, and she was like, oh, I should have driven him home. He was definitely sick. And Bella waited for exactly 18 minutes before she decided to pick up the phone and call the blacks. <laughs> Billy answers the phone, and Bella asks if Jacob made it home, and Billy responds that Jacob was home, but Jacob was too sick, so he can't call. he couldn't call Bella or... Or he can talk come, on the phone right now. Sorry, Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because she's <laughs> dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so Bella was like, well, do you need anything? Can I come over? Can I help Jacob? He's sick. What can I do? And and Billy just rushes Bella off the phone. He's like, do not come. Like, we don't <laughs> Billy's need you. Billy's such a dick. <laughs> He's such a dick. He's like, break up with your fucking boyfriend <laughs> and also don't come around here. <laughs> Click. He Basically, he was like, Bella... We're fine. Do not come. I was kind of <laughs> thinking when I was listening to this in the car earlier, as much as like Charlie is awkward, Billy has like no social cues when it comes to at least Bella. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. so true. Like getting like overstepping boundaries with the whole Edward thing mm-hmm. is weird. And then like, oh, yeah, he's sick. Don't come here. Like the fuck? Like- that is not normal she this is a 17 year old girl or 18 year old girl calling your 16 year old son because she thinks he's sick just checking up on him Mm -hmm. and you're like don't come here and then hangs up the phone what yeah that's you're a grown man yeah that's weird that's weird behavior (laughs) so i mean it's supposed to be weird i guess because this is a weird scenario but yeah i just feel like charlie's awkwardness is like normal like socially awkward and Billy is just like no social cues, dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so true. Mm-hmm. But I think that's because also like Billy is just more clued in. He knows what the fuck is going on. That's true. Yeah. So Bella went trudging up the stairs and Bella's like thinking about the phone call. And she's like, I'll go check on him before work tomorrow. However, these plans were quickly canceled as Bella woke up at 430 in the morning with a stomach bug. And she spent- what if Bella turned into a wolf? That would be <laughs> so funny. Charlie's like, what the fuck? He would be like, I am going to go fishing. <laughs> She'd be like, oh, my He'd be like you, you let go me to know if you need anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to ask any questions. <laughs> yep. Um, so Bella spent the rest of the day on the bathroom floor whatever puking sleeping for a few hours with her head crumpled up on a towel and i think this part's kind of funny so charlie left to go to work 
But Bella suspected he just needed to use the bathroom. Absolutely. Yeah, he definitely, like, A, didn't want to be around her and get sick. Yeah. Yeah. And B, was like, I need to have access to a bathroom today. So, like, I'm going to go to work where there's a toilet. Yeah. And not my child laying on the floor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Call me if you need me. So, Charlie came back, checked on Bella, and then the phone rang. And Charlie called up to Bella to let her know that Mike was feeling better. So it looks like Bella had about eight more hours to go with the stomach bug because she got it eight hours after Mike after started Mike. feeling sick. Bella fell back asleep but woke up in her bed. Charlie must have carried her to her bed, so she's still like Big a, strong on, dad. on the bathroom floor. Well, he's had to carry her a lot these days, so he's probably like jacked. Iron he's now. been he's lifting. Like, I don't know how many times I got to pick up this girl. So yeah. I better start lifting. He said, I better start squatting and <laughs> getting these thighs right. <laughs> um. So Bella wakes up, and as soon as she starts feeling better, like she's not going to have to throw up again, she calls Jacob immediately. And Jacob answers the phone, but he still sounds sick. Um, and Bella's like, well, like, you know, I got it eight hours after Mike. I'm feeling better now. You'll probably start to feel better soon. Like, there's a lot of logic to this. Like, you'll be good soon. Yeah, we all just hung out together. Yeah. Yeah. And Jacob's like, no, 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 no. I, I don't have what you have. Like, my, and he's like, my whole body aches. So Bella asked if she could bring something to him. But Jacob said that Bella cannot come over. Like, do you think at this point, I don't think he's shifted yet. I, that's what I think I was he's anticipating a shift, but I think Billy has now like, at this point him clued in, him in on what's yeah. going to happen. I don't think yeah. it's happened, but he knows. Otherwise, that. Jacob like, would say like, yeah, you can come over. I wonder how that conversation went down. Like, son. I think he came, probably came home and was like, I feel really weird. Like, yeah, but oh, like, feel- how does, how did Billy explain that to him? Like. You're going to shift probably just into a werewolf. Been like you, you know the the tri- the legends of our yeah. tribe, like the Quileute legends of like the cold ones and all that. Like so they're true. Do you think so? Do you think Jacob now knows that the Collins are vampires? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because mm-hmm. when at least in the movie, when in the book too. No, no, no. What I'm about to say is from the movie when they like rekindle their friendship or whatever, and he like climbs up into her room. He's like, think, like, I told you the stories and you only believe half of it. So he's like, okay, the whole fucking story is true. I just didn't know I was half of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think he fully believes both sides now. Yeah. But Bella's like, just the vampires. (laughs) She's dumb. People can't turn into wolves. Somebody that's so intuitive. I'm surprised that thought actually never crossed her mind. Like, I don't think once she was like, oh. If there's vampires, there's got to be more. There's got to be wolves. Yeah, she's she's an idiot. Well, it takes her a while to figure it out in the movies. I don't know how long it takes her to figure it out in the books. She figured it out about the vampires real fucking fast in the book. Yeah, so real fast in the book. So maybe it clicks for her mm-hmm. faster in the book Sooner. than it does the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jacob shuts her down pretty pretty abruptly. Definitely not like Jacob to to do so obviously we know Jacob wants to spend every waking breathing moment he has with Bella. <laughs> yeah um so they both awkwardly waited on the phone at this point for the other one to say goodbye no you say goodbye no you hang up <laughs> yeah but I think they were just silent like it was just like oh um but the, yeah that was the end of that that was the end of the chapter so it just kind of ends like that wow <laughs> it just ends in an awkward silence Bella where the hell have you been, Lilka? And she's like, 
got her little cactus and her little pot, and she's like, you know, no. forks, like, population 1100, or like something stupid, and they're like in the car, and it's just like, yeah, they're driving. Yeah, the, pen- the, the Great Peninsula, yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna lie, the entire Twilight disco- discography, amazing. They didn't have to go that hard, and I'm <laughs> glad they did. Well, they had to do something. I think that's what saved them. No, I definitely think the story's better than the music. <laughs> <laughs> no. Why are you making that face? I forgot my water. Do you want to go get it? <laughs> Just go get it. Yeah. Ariana and I can, like, <laughs> shoot the shit. We can fill the, the silence. Um... um. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Wait a second. I listened to half that song and had to stop because the lyrics were so scary. Wait, I hate Ed now. And I said, ha ha, I haven't listened to it because I'm on the floor. Like, I was at work. I said, I'm on the floor now. She goes, ew, oh my God, you have to. I'm so shook. I'm sitting in silence. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Siri, fuck off. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I fully just zoned out in the middle of what you said. I'm so sorry. I was looking at you and I just actually, my brain wasn't functioning. (laughs) Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.